0: and experienced all white has made a substantial financial donation to help close the gap between the resourcing of men's and women's football. Marco Rojas donated 20,000 to his former A-League club, Melbourne Victory. The first time a private donation has been made to the club's community programmes. The 31-year-old's generosity will fund a range of women's football initiatives and we're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. So
1: what has spurred this donation? So Marco Rojas went to the Melbourne Victory in 2012. He left the Wellington Phoenix to go there and he's had three stints at the club over the last decade. He's played in Europe and he's currently playing in South America with Colo Colo. But it was during that last stint with Melbourne Victory which ended last year, where he really started to notice the difference between the men's and women's programs. He was They're quite closely connected, the Victory Men and the Victory Women. They have a lot of the same training areas and changing rooms and like things like that. So they're quite closely linked and it was during that period that he started to notice that the elite men and the elite women were getting completely different things. He was also saying that as part of this, you know, this Victory Women's team is quite successful. They have won three A-League titles. So it wasn't like that they weren't getting value, I guess, from what they were getting. But he was saying that a lot more could be done, and he was hoping that a lot more could be done. So he's given the donation, and he says he wants it to go to the kind of the behind-the-scenes things, the support for the... Uh, women playing and also for their coaching staff. He wants it to go to some of the things that he says maybe they're missing and that they don't have, so that they could, if they could get it, would help them during pre season or even during the season. And uh, Melbourne Victory's also got a connection to the Afghan women's team who uh, got asylum in Australia in 2021. So he's hoping some of that money will also go to support those women as well. And it's part of, I guess, as well. The greater, you know, we've been kicking it around for a while, the equality debate between the men's and women's in football. And I was speaking with football firm Hannah Wilkinson this week. She plays for the Crosstown Rivals, Melbourne City. And I sort of said to her at that point as well, is there equality between your two A-league teams? And she stopped sh- short of saying yes. She said, that's the goal. And she says the Players Association works really well in terms of making sure that there is a bit more of a level playing field. But if we see people like Rojas in his donation, maybe this will open the eyes of some other players or people with a bit of money to throw towards these women's competitions as well.
0: It's kind of really interesting because we're as we having the debate here in um, New Zealand as well and some conflict over the, whether the women's teams are funded equally. It's also interesting that you're relying on private donors for equality. exactly okay so in a similar vein netball is facing a massive challenge as it tries to compete with codes that are being cross subsidized by cashed up men's
1: sports yes so at one stage netball would have been the first choice for women now they're getting a lot more options female athletes sort of even this week we've been talking about the options that they've had to go from rugby to league so it's the rugby's, the leagues, the crickets, the basketballs, all of these sports which are throwing a bit more money towards these women's programs as they see the need to boost them. And because they've got the money to do so, because they're male-dominated sports, so they've brought in the money over time and now have it to put towards a women's program. Whereas, obviously, netball's on the back foot there, so it's the women that generate the money for their sport and the men are the ones that have less, I guess, directed towards them. So the uh, New Zealand Netball Players Association's Steph Bond said over the next six months it's actually going to be quite crucial for netball. There's a time when they're trying to get a new employment agreement over the line. She doesn't say whether that's actually going to mean more money for these women but because they're going to be competing with the likes of cricket, which is the IPL. They're the highest paid uh, female athletes in New Zealand. So uh, they've got more opportunities to go get some more money, which these netballers don't necessarily have because of the tournaments which are available to them currently. They're also looking at putting netball free to air so there's a broadcast deal which needs to be negotiated before the end of next year it's one of these favorite things that the uh, sports people like to throw around is you can't be what you can't see which it's a very overworked term but i guess in, if they're looking at it in this way if they're putting it on free to air it is encouraging more younger people or people who don't have access to pay tv to get the to still consider netball as an option for them even when female athletes have such a broader option of sports available to them
0: Yeah, interesting discussion. Hey, thank you, Felicity. Felicity Reid there, sports reporter.